0: Welcome to Awkwards Anonymous, the podcast where two sisters stricken with the disease to please share their experiences and opinions while making a conscious effort to be unapologetically honest. Sorry if anything we say offends you. Oh, shoot. I'm not supposed to say that. Come on, Missy. Hello, Chrissy. Hello, Missy. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm good. Welcome to this meeting of the Awkwards. Thank you. What's up with you this week? Um, so, not a whole lot's been going on with me this week. I did, actually. I don't know. This is kind of dorky. I earlier saw something on the news today that the virus is, like, way up today. Everybody seems to be getting it, like, just this week. Hmm. Yeah, so... But I started listening to Midnight Sun on Audible, which is, um, twice. I think they said at some point, yeah, you know what? On the news, they were saying that maybe, uh, in the summer months that it would be possibly better because the sun might, might kill it. That'd be awesome. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it would. Um, so, but Midnight Sun is, The story of Twilight told from Edward's perspective, and, you know, I read Twilight when I was in high school. Yeah, in high school, this isn't really, like, the the stuff that's going on politically right now, I just, I don't ever remember it being so, such a big deal when we were in high school. Things are just so much more different than, you know, when we were that age. Right, right. I mean, yeah, because when I was in high school, I was reading Twilight and um, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. You know, and I actually started rereading it. And even as an adult. They were actually talking about your rereading. They were talking about rewriting some of the laws so that people wouldn't have to, like, repay their student loans. Hmm. Well, that would be that would be helpful for me. Because I did go to college after high school. But in high school, I really enjoyed um, the Twilight books and reading them again as an adult. And I mean, like I said, I know that there are some people who like to dog on Twilight now. Oh, and I mean, there are some people that are on one side of the fence and they have their beliefs and there are other people who have their beliefs. Right. Yeah, I I agree. Um I really hope that, you know, the candidates can make themselves clear on some of those beliefs. Right. Um oh, what was I saying? Um so a- anyway, people like to dog on Twilight, but I stand by it. It's something that brought me, you know, a lot of joy. It's something that my friends and I read, and I just think it's just a fun you know lighthearted story and i really enjoyed midnight sun so if you guys liked twilight then you know maybe you would like midnight sun mm, yeah but i mean the candidate there's there's one candidate who's ahead and then there's another candidate and they are ahead as well and i i don't know i just i'm getting really sick and tired of 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 how ahead each candidate is in this race right Um, but yeah, so that's, that's what I thought of Midnight Sun. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thanks for your recommendations, Chrissy. I hope that our listeners realize that that was a little bit of a taste of life right now. Yeah. Hopefully nobody could really tell that I'm talking about anybody in particular I don't think it matters. We're in the race, the presidential race 2020. And that's what life has been like for at least the last year. (laughs) Yeah, between that and, you know, Corona, it feels like just as you very accurately demonstrated, it feels like every conversation gets turned around to that. Yeah. And what I was saying was absolute nonsense. Like the things that I was saying don't really hold any value. The point is just, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter what (laughs) you're talking about. Oh, I just took my dog to the vet. Is somehow related to Corona and the presidential race. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I I can't tell you how many um, thoughts have been totally derailed (laughs) by falling into the president slash Corona pit of yeah. conversation. And I mean, I don't, I don't think either of us want to come off like it's not an important thing. Like it's very important. And people have fought very hard so that we have the ability and the option and the opportunity to have these conversations, even though we just wanted to talk about the new ice cream at Graders. <sighs> but at the same time, it is very, it's getting very exhausting. Like I just need a break. I know everybody just needs a break. So hopefully this can be over soon, and we can just stop talking about it for a little while. Right. But not until this podcast is over. Yes. True. (laughs) And by the time we post it, everybody will be trying to heal, and we're going to be shoving that down their throats again. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, by the time this airs, it's going to be, everything is going to be old news. I just think that it would be really interesting to talk about... Just how this whole year has kind of been every awkward slash introvert's nightmare, aside from, you know, being shut in your house. Right. That we love. Right. But the confrontation that comes along with those discussions, depending on who you're talking to. Fear of confrontation, by the way. Because, I mean, that's not to say that everybody you ever talk to, like... (laughs) it goes to like puts their fists up and want to fight exactly it's just as an awkward you're afraid that at any moment you could say the wrong thing and so therefore you just say nothing right exactly you know prime example i have a friend who works in retail and the place where she works it's a franchise it's not a small business mm-hmm. and There are certain things that are made, there are decisions that are made at corporate that the people who actually work in the stores have no control over. Mm -hmm. And my friend has mentioned that there's this rule that corporate made that it's mandatory to wear masks in the store. And they expect their associates, like all these people who are being paid minimum wage to go up to people and tell them, hey, you need to wear a mask if they're not wearing a mask. Mm-hmm. And as an awkward, when she tells me stories about that and she tells me stories about some people are perfectly pleasant about it and they're understanding and some people are pretty confrontational about it. Mm-hmm. When I put myself in her shoes, I just think I would just quit my job. Mm-hmm. I don't want that. I would yeah. never want to even go up to someone If there was even remotely a chance that there would be confrontation or that they would yell at me or that I would have to tell them to leave the store. I don't know what she does when people are not compliant or they just tell her no. (laughs) Right. But I just put myself in her position and I think I don't know how she does it. She has much... Thicker skin than I do. She's a much braver person than I am to be able to go up to people. Yeah, I totally agree. If my company, if my job was to be in a public place where people were shopping and they said to me, if someone comes in without a mask, you need to call them on it politely or not, whatever. If you had to say anything to that person, I would just not do it. And if it came to the point where they were like, if you don't start telling people they need to wear a mask, I would have to start looking for another job because I'm I'm I, I I I just can't. I I couldn't to use an example not using masks that I equate this to is if someone I don't smoke, I've never smoked. I'm not typically around people who smoke. If someone was standing next to me smoking and blowing it in my face, I would say You'd nothing. Just take it. <laughs> I would just take it. <laughs> Well, I mean, obviously, if I could, I would remove myself from the situation. I'm not <laughs> I'm not a masochist like that. <laughs> but if I were just, like, stuck in an elevator with a person and they lit up, I'd be like, okay, well, I guess I'll just deal with this for the next 30 seconds. This is what I have to deal with now. Yeah, agreed. Um, so that's not really... I, I believe in wearing masks. I think it's the safe thing to do until we have figured out what to do with the virus. I think... I know the virus is a real thing. Our family has been affected by it. The extent of which, I don't know. I think that we just don't know enough about it. So my opinion, I, I don't... I'm not afraid to say it, is that I think wearing masks is the safe thing to do. Right. It's so effing annoying. It's so annoying. I hate it so, so much. But until we've got this thing figured out and we have a little bit more information, it's not going to kill you. Right. I know there are people with breathing problems that I've, like, seen on social media. I hear you. But for me and for people who don't have issues, I'm going to wear a mask. I don't think it's too much to ask people without health issues to wear a mask. Right. That's where I stand. Yeah. Well, and even you just saying, you know, I'm, I'm not afraid to say this. You are a little bit. Oh. You know, I think we're all, that's the other thing is me personally, I just pray anytime I go out and I talk to people who I don't already know what they think and what they believe, I am so nervous to be like, do I put my cards out there? Oh, what do I say? Oh my gosh. Thank you for calling feel? me out on this. <laughs> Let's be very, very clear. In my closet with you next to me and only a computer and a mic, (laughs) I can say that and I don't have an issue saying that's where I stand. Mm -hmm. If I had to say that to someone else face to face and go so far as to confront them by saying, by the way, I believe in masks. You're not wearing a mask. You should put on a mask. Never, ever, 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 ever. Breathe your corona in my face. I will not say a thing. <laughs> Thank you for calling me out on that. There's yeah. a very clear distinction. I think in like our first or second episode, we had said being behind the mic <laughs> and having no one to talk to but ourselves is Makes very us much braver. We're people. much braver. And I mean, that is the exercise that this podcast is is to be more truthful mm-hmm. and not to say, well, I'm sorry, but I actually kind of believe in masks. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, between the masks and between, you know, saying, you know, yes, I'm a Republican or yes, I'm a Democrat or yes, I I want Trump as president or yes, I want Biden as president. You're just so nervous to I'm just so nervous to put myself out there and put my beliefs out there. And we shouldn't feel that way. We shouldn't feel afraid to tell people what we believe, you know, something as simple as I'm a Republican, I'm a Democrat. You know, that's pretty standard. There's so much division right now. And there are families who have found themselves on opposite sides. Mm -hmm. And it has put a huge wedge in between them. So for me, that's where it, you know, that's where that fear comes from. Now, not that I feel that way about, you know, our immediate family or anything, but I've seen it happen to other people. And, you know, there are friends or acquaintances where I'm like, I don't know exactly where you stand, you know, because, and I don't want to risk them feeling like, well, you're not the person that I thought you were. Right. Yeah. I mean, I can tell you that it has definitely gotten a bit uncomfortable at times. Mm -hmm. You know, some of our friends that honestly, we've been friends all this time and I honestly had no idea where they stood politically Mm -hmm. and we haven't fought at all about it, but when i was asked point blank i will tell you my butt clenched hardcore right i just was like i am not ashamed of how i feel but i really don't want to tell you i don't want to talk about it because mm-hmm. i just don't want to go there like i you said it very well like i don't want you i don't want it to change how you feel about me because i feel like that's where we are right now is that Suddenly, your political views 100% define you. Right. Which is, like, not true at all. But there's just been such a hyper-focus on politics lately that that's pretty much all anybody can think about. Yeah. And so, basically, if you reveal where you stand from a political view... It's not even from a political view, by the way. It's like, okay, you're reducing all policy. All policy down to one name or another name. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I, (laughs) right. I can't say this one name represents all that I believe and all that I would ever do. And they can do no wrong and they're 100% right. And no, not any of that. But guess what? We don't get to write all that down on the ballot. Right. You gotta pick a name. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. And even if they don't represent everything, you know, change happens incrementally, mm-hmm. you know? So you have to pick, okay, which person is going to gradually change things the way that I think is best. And but maybe yeah, they, maybe <laughs> they won't even succeed. Like, I don't know. Right. I have no idea. Yeah. I, I totally agree with what you're saying because there have been sometimes, you know, some moments where, I don't bring it up but someone else does. It feels like they're saying that I automatically think that they are the best thing since sliced bread. Yes. Yes. And I'm not really saying that. You know, yeah. I'm not saying that the person that I'm rooting for is and all be all perfect mm-hmm. and they're going to follow through with everything they've ever promised. No president ever follows through with everything that they promise. It's not possible. Right. So there's that and when they come at me with that, it feels like an attack. And I'm like, I just hate being put in that situation because I can't fight back. I am not this like political guru. I know probably just as much about all of the candidates as your average Joe. I don't know these people behind closed doors. I don't know all of their policies and all of their beliefs. Mm-hmm. And I can't debate with you because quite frankly, I don't know what I'm talking about. I agree. So it just feels like you're put in this corner. And I've even found myself where I have to tell myself, Chrissy, stop, find an exit because I will be leaning into it sometimes because I'm just like, I have to defend myself, Mm -hmm. but I don't have anything to base, base it off of. Right. I think it's a, It's common knowledge that people don't vote based on fact. A lot of times they vote based on their gut feeling. They vote based on their heart, you know, as cliche as that sounds. And that's not really something you can explain or debate. Yeah, I completely agree. And... Just to be specific about why we're even talking about this is because the things that we're saying right now, other than maybe to each other, uh, by the way, we would never, ever, ever say. So we said at the beginning that the podcast is a mechanism for us to be like, okay, I'm going to be brave. I'm going to share how I feel. And this is just that example. We're not saying anything earth shattering, original or original. Yeah. Yeah. I think this is a case, politics, this is nothing new. Politics has always been a situation where it seems like the loudest mouth becomes truth. Mm -hmm. I think, uh, this is opinion, but I think most people feel the way that we do where they're just like, it's not all one way, it's not all the other, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. At the end of the day, you got to pick what you think. But the people who are always going Mm -hmm. in your ear all the time are the ones that make you feel like it must be all or nothing. Yeah. And like, there is no middle ground. And so I guess this is just to sort of combat that. Just because the only people you hear are the ones who seem to have all the right answers doesn't really mean that they're not the 1%. And Mm -hmm. 99% of other people are just being quiet like you. Yeah, exactly. So in the spirit of saying that, we shouldn't be afraid to say, you know, this is what I am without feeling like you're going to be attacked or you're going to, you know, you're going to have people who force you to like explain yourself. I... I'm i trying to think of a better <laughs> way. She's <laughs> nervous. She's not going to do it. <laughs> never mind. Never mind. I'm, I'm just, I'm, everything yeah. I think is stupid. <laughs> but no, so. This past week was election week, and it's been a really tumultuous, stressful, anxiety-riddled ride for everyone. Mm-hmm. Everyone. Yes. And I will say that I got the result that I wanted. <laughs> what could it be? What could it be? You'll have to tune in to the news to find out. <laughs> Google who won the election i think the jury's still out true to a degree to a degree yes that's yes that's true but i will say something that's a little a little off topic Mm -hmm. (laughs) that sort of connects but not really so it's what we're all about right i think it was saturday saturday morning they determined that yes This is the person who. Biden is the pro. (laughs) (laughs) Say it. (laughs) We're going to have to put a disclaimer at the beginning of the podcast. He who (laughs) shall not be named. (laughs) (laughs) Spoiler alert. (laughs) She is being so awkward about it i would be too but i'm not the one laying it out on the table but i mean her face is red she's sweating like she just canning my armpits over like, here. taking everything in her to be like okay 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 this is who i voted for <laughs> yeah so biden is the <laughs> president-elect and when i found that out i'm gonna throw you under the bus as well rude Our family is, we're all on the same page and we haven't really had that experience, you know, in our immediate family where it's, there's not been a wedge. There's not been a division. And so I just texted a GIF to everyone when we found out, you know, we've mentioned before, we love the office. The GIF is Michael Scott opening up a bottle of champagne and spraying it everywhere. And Aaron is like dancing in the shower of the champagne. So I've sent this gift to a lot of people. Lots of people. I use this gift all the time. I love it. And I sent it to you and our brother and our mom and dad. And then as soon as I sent it, I'm like, this GIF has some sexual innuendo with it. <laughs> because the way that he's holding the bottle, if you look up the GIF, you'll know what I'm talking about. Maybe we'll post it somewhere if we can, if I can find it, if I'm allowed. And Envision... Shaking a bottle up and down with champagne spraying everywhere. Right. Do you guys get it? Do you get it now? Do you get it now? So he's taking the bottle and he's rubbing his hand. (laughs) (laughs) You guys get it, right? Right? Do you get it now? (laughs) But <laughs> yeah, he's like, he's taking the bottle and he's shaking it up and down like he's cupping his hands. And there's a woman dancing in the spray. In the shower uh, that's coming out the end of the bottle. Do you guys get it now? Do you guys get it? Maybe they get it. I don't know if they get it or I not. hope they get but it. But I hope so. Anyways, I saw that and I'm like, I just sent that to our parents. <laughs> You've sent that to me a million times know. I know. I've, I've never gone there in my head. But... Now, I'll always see it that way. Yeah. Anyway, so you sent it? So I sent it. And for about 30 minutes, I was just like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. Our dad can have kind of a dark, dirty, dirty, <laughs> gross sense of humor. Disgusting, <laughs> filthy, nasty sense of humor. <laughs> no, he's not that bad. <laughs> I just went on a tangent. Yeah. It's unbelievable. But it's so dumb. It's so dumb that I spent 30 minutes trying to think of how <laughs> our parents would view this this stupid, honestly innocent gift because I don't think that that's the intention of the Right. Gift. No, it's just supposed to be ce- a, a it's gift. It's a celebratory gift. Right. Yeah. That represents. Yay. Right. And it's just so dumb that I spent that energy worrying about that that's so stupid yeah it is the awkward's burden how much time and energy is expended (laughs) over the stupidest shit like that yeah i mean this is way off topic of what we've been talking about but just as an example of the amount of energy that i spend on the dumbest shit i don't know if we've mentioned this in the episodes prior but we have horses and we both board our horses. And so when I go out to see my horse, I try to avoid people at all costs. However, there is there's one woman there. She is absolutely lovely. She's so sweet. She's pretty much the only person that I can come across out there that I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, let's let's talk." Wow. Yeah. It takes a special kind of person. Well, and I think that the reason why is because she gets it. You know, she has said herself, she's like, when I come out here, I don't want to talk to people. I want to be with my horse. That's why I'm here. I'm not here to socialize. There have actually been times... Where she drove up and she parked in the back and she comes in and she's like, Oh, it's just you. I saw a car in the parking lot and I was trying to avoid people. (laughs) So she's our kind of people. She's our kind of people. And my horse that day was kind of being an ass. He was just being an ass. He was being bad and I was getting frustrated with him. You know, it was, I'm sure anyone with pets, sometimes your pets. They get in your head, <laughs> they get on through your skin, and you've already lost. Mm-hmm. And when you're working with a big animal like that, you just can't let that happen because you're not going to win. You're right. never going to win. And she said something to me, and I was in the middle of doing something with them. And what came out was a little bit harsher than what I meant it to sound. My irritation wasn't directed at her, but I was concerned that it was. Mm-hmm. And she, we parted ways, good terms. You know, we were both still friendly with one another. And I have literally, like, even last night, I woke up at four or five in the morning and it took me two hours to fall back asleep because I just kept thinking about it. Mm -hmm. And it's so dumb. That one teeny little interaction I've been stressed out about. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's a worm. Like it's like they say earworms is when a mu- when music gets into your head and you can't let it go. This is like the evil cousin of that. Is like <laughs> if you do something, and I guarantee you, you did not say it the way you think you did, but you were the one that was full of emotion. That was full of emotion, and you you knew you were irritated, but you probably didn't come off that irritated. But as soon as it came out of your mouth, I'm sure you were just obsessed with how it came across Mm -hmm. and we've mentioned before we would rather die than come across to somebody in any sort of negative way or any kind of confrontational way or let on that they're irritating us or annoying us except for maybe our partners yeah (laughs) basically everything that we hold back on everyone else they they get it (laughs) (laughs) They're so lucky. But yeah, it's like a worm that gets in your brain and you can't let it go. Like you said, it's been a month and it sounds, some people might think that that's an exaggeration. But for something like that to go on for a month is not an exaggeration at all. We Mm -hmm. mean literally a calendar month. Yes. I actually do because I remember the weekend that I went out, it was before I went on vacation. And I went on vacation like three or four weeks ago. So it's probably been a little bit more than a month. Yeah. Yeah. It's an aquworm. Mm-hmm. The worm gets into your brain. Oh, that's mm-hmm. good. Let's write that down. <laughs> we really like puns mm-hmm. and wordplay, as we mentioned. So anytime we can marry two words together, it's really satisfying. It is. Yeah, that was a good It might not co- it might not be very good, but we like to play around with it. Yeah. That's what she said. <laughs> Getting back on semi-track, I have a question for you. Mm, So we've talked about coronavirus in this episode and masks. I have gone out to a restaurant, to restaurants multiple times since this started. And when I walk in, I wear a mask. But I just started thinking recently... As soon as I sit down at my table, I take my mask off. Mm-hmm. I haven't ordered. I don't, I'm not drinking anything. I take my mask off. And then the waitress or waiter comes over, and they're wearing a mask, and I'm just breathing all over them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm just like, what is the proper restaurant etiquette for the mask wearing? Because I feel like, man, this is really disrespectful of me to be like, <laughs> You wait on me and I'll breathe on you. (laughs) Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I totally know what you mean. But at the same time, like, okay, you get your food. You have to take your mask off. They come back and they check on you. So you're still breathing on them. Yeah. So it does not matter? I think that, that that kind of encompasses all issue that everybody has with this. If you're on the mask wearing side and you believe believe in it and you think, okay, let's just do this. We hate it, but let's just do it. Then you're thinking that. You're like, well, how am I really helping if at the end of the day, there are exceptions and Mm -hmm. I get to take my mask off and breathe all over people. Right. If you're on the side where you're like, we're not really solving any issues by wearing masks. We're just being forced to do, do something that seems nonsensical. You're asking the same question. You're like, how can you tell me that I have to wear a mask when I'm not eating yet when I eat and I'm breathing and I'm putting my bodily fluids all over the the utensils and the straws and the cups that the waiters and waitresses have to deal with? Yeah. How's that helping anything? And that's the reason why I'm kind of more on the mask side because I'm like, okay, well, we don't know. We don't know. I don't know. I have no idea. I don't have an answer. So I'd rather just be safe. Right. But just like you mentioned earlier with the politics, I'm not a freaking scientist. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a medical expert. I don't know. So to me, I'm just like, well, because I don't know, I'm going to practice what I think is the safest until I have more information. To actually answer your question, what I do is I will keep my mask on up to the point where after we order and then I will take it off when we receive our food. Mm -hmm. Typically that's what i'll do just because it reduces exposure for the most amount of time but i think that's a really great great question and i think a lot of people have that same question yeah what's really awesome is when you're out with your 4-year-old and he decides to call everyone out <laughs> so we won't call people out we'd rather die before confront anybody about anything but my 4-year-old has no problems about mm-hmm. it i cannot tell you how many times We've been out and about, and he's just like, "Why aren't they wearing a mask, mommy? They're standing too close, aren't they?" And I'm like, "Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh!" <laughs> and so we have to like loud enough for the person to hear. Say, "It's okay. You worry about you, and they'll worry about them. And we're we're wearing masks. You're wearing a mask, and that's that's all we're going to be concerned about." Mm-hmm. And most people are polite and just pretend to ignore it. We haven't had any run-ins. <laughs> Thank the Lord, because people are willing to go to blows with other adults, but it's kind of hard to attack a four-year-old. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, That's a battle that you're going to lose every time. <laughs> um, the most that anybody ever reacted is when we were at the dollar store and my son ta- said it about an- another four-year-old. The mom was wearing a mask, but the four-year-old wasn't. And I was like, yeah, can totally relate. It is like pulling teeth mm-hmm. to get them to wear the mask. And the mom heard it and she was immediately like, no, he's right. He's absolutely right. Pulled it out of her purse and said, here, honey, put this on. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I said, but it looks like you have a four-year-old. So, you know, they'll say whatever they want. And she was totally cool about it. And that was a very, very refreshing experience. Yeah, We get so beat down sometimes by worrying that it's you really need those kind of experiences sometimes to realize, okay, not everyone is an asshole. Right. <laughs> Which I know isn't actually true, but sometimes you just really start feeling like well, you're you're preparing uh, yourself. Like most people aren't assholes is the thing. Right. But you're just so like but that one person who is and mm-hmm. who's gonna ruin my day. Yes. We are overly sensitive. I don't know what else to say. Yeah. I can admit it. I know I'm overly sensitive. The smallest things affect me more than they should. And Mm -hmm. like you said, out of every thousand people I meet, if only one person was going to be rude and nasty to me over this, that one experience is enough to alter my behavior. Yeah. For the other 999 interactions. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, kind of in that same vein, I feel that way about me wearing my mask and how the people around me, whether they're wearing masks or not wearing masks, makes me feel comfortable versus not comfortable wearing my mask. Because you could be in a group of people that aren't wearing masks and don't think it's important, and you are wearing your mask. And no one should say anything to me, and no one has, Mm -hmm. but you're just, I'm just so like, uh, don't be upset with me or mm-hmm. judge me for wearing my mask. Oh, you're so you're a hypochondriac. You're an alarmist. An you're overreacting. Yes. Yeah, precisely. It's just so there's so much anxiety, and not that you're afraid that those people are going to be mean to you, but you're just so like you just don't want to go there. Yeah, you, you don't want to get into there. a conversation. You don't want to get into an argument. You don't want to have to defend yourself. You're just like, look just, just don't, just Mm -hmm. don't even let me do my thing. Right. Let me do my thing. Yeah. And if you're not, if you're not going to wear a mask, fine. I'm going to distance myself from you. It's fine. Like it's just not worth it to me. Now, the people who I really feel bad for are, you know, the real retail workers, like your friend and the restaurant the people who are like, I can't just walk away. I can't just go do whatever it is I want to do. I have to do what my company tells me to do. And I can't just walk away from these people. I have to basically deal with the mixed bag of personalities and beliefs and opinions Mm -hmm. that walk through that door. Right. Doesn't matter how you feel or how they feel. You got to deal with what comes in the door. Right. Period. Well, and speaking of like corporate policies and what my friend has to deal with. I actually had an opposite experience. I went to go get my oil changed and put on my mask because you have to roll down your window and you've got to talk to the people. And everybody in there was wearing a mask. I'm already wearing my mask, right? And I roll down my window and the guy tells me, you don't have to wear your mask. We just have to because there's cameras. (laughs) And I'm like, I'm already wearing it. Why would you tell me to take my mask off? And he didn't do that just once. I got my oil changed a second time. He did it again. It was the same guy. So he's been telling everyone who drives in there who's wearing a mask, you don't have to wear your mask. And I'm kind of like, that is really surprising, you know, because I would say that most people who drive in and are wearing their masks, they feel that there's a need for it. You know what or, I mean? Or they don't believe in it, but they're being respectful enough to say, Yes. Somebody else might be bothered by it. It. I'm going to be wearing it for thir- 30 seconds while I roll down my window and they ask me what kind of oil change I want. I'm going to throw it on. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. Not everyone who wears a mask believes in it. Some people are just doing what all that we, we're asking them to do, which is, you know, it's not hard. Everyone just wear a mask, whether you think it's important or not. But yeah, looping back around to my friend who has opposite experience where she does have to tell people, I'm sorry, but you have to wear a mask while you're in the store. And she's had so many people be nasty to her and tell her, you're not allowed to tell me what to do. Really, I think the main thought that I have is corona aside, presidential election aside, political parties aside... Put yourself in other people's shoes and treat people the way that you'd want to be treated. As an awkward and as an introvert, I can tell you that that would ruin my day. That would ruin my week, maybe. It would just be something that I would hold on to, and I would go and I would cry. That would be an awkward. Yes. The definition of awkward. Exactly. Anyone who's listening, just, it's such a cliche, but treat people the way that you'd want to be treated. That's something that we're told a million times when we're kids... And at some point we kind of forget it. it, myself even, you know, there are times where I call customer service because I'm angry about something and I have to remind myself, Chrissy, this isn't their fault. Yeah, Don't be mean to them. Keep in mind that if you're in a store or if you're in a restaurant and someone tells you, am sorry, you have to wear a mask, they're not the ones making that decision. Yeah. They're not, it's not in their questioning. control. It's not an attack of your views or your rights. They're doing what they've been told to do. Right. Yeah, I know it's really sappy. I don't care. My recommendation, (laughs) instead of biting that person's head off, is if you feel that strongly about it, write a letter to corporate. Or yes. send a message to corporate if you feel that strongly about it. But don't be mean to the people. The, don't be mean to the person standing on the other side of the counter. Because they're just doing their best, trying to make make it through this just like we are. Right. Trust me, they didn't wake up this morning and say, I'm going to go around, I'm going to tell everybody <laughs> I what wanna, they should be doing. I want to take away as many rights as I can today. <laughs> exactly. Yes, I... Totally agree with everything that you just said. And yeah, it may be cliche and it gets repeated from infancy all the way to adulthood. But I feel like a lot of us hear it so often that maybe we don't even think twice about it. Mm -hmm. So I think I am sick of politics (laughs) and I'm sick (laughs) of Corona. I don't think Corona is going away anytime soon, although some people swear it'll go away after the election. I, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, but, now that we have been probably braver than we've ever been Mm -hmm. on this podcast, and by the way, we've recorded many episodes already, we just are probably going to jump this one ahead, because it's more timely, uh, but in all the episodes we've recorded, I think we've been the most brave in this, which is ridiculous, I don't really think that we said anything that was, like, that off-putting, or outlandish yeah i feel like even if you have different opinions it's not like we were mean or nasty about it and i still could have an open conversation with somebody who disagrees Mm -hmm. i mean we can't because it's a podcast and it's one way but if you feel that strongly and you're like hey i heard you say this one thing and here are some facts that negate what you said fine it doesn't upset me Mm -hmm. just be nice Right. Don't send hate mail. Bring me some facts. Like, I've brought no facts. We've brought no facts through this entire episode. They're all just sort of like, hey, this is my gut on this thing. Mm -hmm. So, by the way, I'm not going to fight real hard. (laughs) But if you have something to say, reach out and give us some facts and say, here's something that you might not have thought about that opposes what you had said in this episode. Right. Go for it. We invite it. Awkward's Anonymous Podcast at gmail.com. Otherwise, keep it to yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Otherwise, it's all good. Right. It's all good. Keep listening. There are other episodes that are going to be probably more interesting than this. Politics is kind of annoying and boring sometimes, but it's just different this year. I think it was a good exercise for us because we have felt so... And nobody's necessarily making us feel this way, but we as awkwards have just felt so like squashed. Like I can't, I can't say anything and I, I just can't say my opinion and it doesn't matter what I think. And so we're just using this as the exercise that it was intended to be. Exactly. Yeah. So Chrissy. Missy. After all of this discussion and all of this openness, Will you be posting your celebratory champagne meme on Facebook? (laughs) Are you cured? Are you brave enough to put it out there to the world and take take the comments as they come? No. (laughs) If there was a way that I could disable the comments, (laughs) maybe. But I'm too scared. And I'm not on Facebook enough to know if that's a possibility. So. Well, yeah. So just post it on Facebook, and then and then never get on again. And then people will comment, and you'll never even know. I mean, same. I mean, we're only active on it, our on our Instagram because our Awkwards Anonymous is on there, although. We are going to be putting together a Facebook page. For those of you who are more Facebook-oriented and not Instagram-oriented, we're gonna we're working on that. So, TBD. And if you are listening to us from the future, it'll just be at an Awkward Anonymous Podcast. Yeah. If you just search that on Facebook, you'll find us. So, no, I don't think that I would be posting anything on Facebook because I just... Would be so afraid of a comment. Still, however, I feel much lighter now that I've come out of the Biden closet on this <laughs> podcast. You're out of the Biden closet, but you're not out of the podcast closet. Literally, True. we're in a closet. Yeah, and I ripped you out of the Biden closet too. Yeah, thanks. you're welcome for for throwing you out of the bus like that. <laughs> I, I will say we have friends and family that are on the Trump side. I love them no less. I don't want to argue. I don't want to, like, have a debate. I don't want to try to talk to them about why they shouldn't be or why I am, rather. Yeah. But... Yeah, we're not trying to convince anyone. Yeah, I don't... We just... That's what we believe. My main thing is who. I don't care who, who you voted for as long as you voted. Mm-hmm. That's all I care about. We have people who have sacrificed so much for our right to vote and democracy. Mm -hmm. That is all I care about. If you told me that you are, are for Trump and you voted, thank you. Yes. Agreed. Okay. Bye. Okay. Bye. Okay. Bye. Well, that's a wrap on another episode of Awkward's Anonymous. We hope you were comforted to know that you're not the only one thinking those evil thoughts, feeling those crazy feels, or being inappropriately awkward. More than anything, we hope you were entertained. And of course, one of the most important things this podcast can do is to help you meet and support others who thought they were alone. We know it might be one of the hardest things you've ever done, dear introverts, but be bold, be brave, and introduce yourself. Tell us what's on your mind. What has your awkward ass been struggling with this week? Tell us a funny story. We're convinced we're not the only ones dealing with these seemingly irrational feelings and awkward behavior. so neither are you. We'd love to share what you have to say on this podcast just to prove it. And remember, you guys are in control of how many people we reach. Share, follow, like, and review this podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Your feedback is everything to growing a network of weirdos supporting other weirdos. Email us with anything you want to share at awkwardsanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. And follow us on Instagram at Awkwards Anonymous Podcast. Meet with us every Tuesday to discuss all the thoughts, feelings, emotions, and wacky behavior we experience as awkwards. And really anything else we'd never normally say out loud. Can't wait to hear from you. Bye! Okay, so now we explain (laughs) why that was such a dumbster. (laughs) Why there's seven minutes of that. (laughs) We're gonna start being funny. I know. Do you like that? <laughs> is that better? Is so, that more interesting than politics? <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, because... <laughs> <laughs> yep. Everything you said is right, and everything you will say is right, as well. Forever and always. Forever and always. i <sighs> said. I'm sorry, I have to go to the bathroom again. I'll be right back. Recording while I'm in the bathroom. Cut it? <laughs> I think so. Biden closet was the last note I had. <laughs>